0: A Black Executive Perspective Look man, they didn't get a chance to play chess They had to play checkered Let's talk about it T Openly and honestly There was a lot of smart kids there A Black
1: Executive Perspective
0: Now my story's not unique
1: There's thousands of
0: professionals of color who have experiences like mine
1: A Black Executive Perspective
2: Whether you're aware of it or not a topic that is often avoided.
0: We'll discuss race and how it plays a factor, and how we didn't even talk about this topic, because we were afraid. A Black
1: Executive Perspective. There are 227 million gamers in the U.S. However, only a small percentage of gamers are women, and an even smaller fraction are women of color. In this episode, Black female influencers in the gaming space, doing it with 5GRV, are We will meet the women of 5GRV, Gamers on the Road, and comedian GloZell, who are taking the gaming space by storm. We'll hear how Black female influencers are changing the game and their impact on driving inclusivity.
0: Welcome to a Black Executive Perspective podcast, a safe space where we discuss all matters related to race, especially race in corporate America. I'm your host, tony tidbit and today is a very exciting day today we're going to chat with the award-winning cast of 5grv gamers on the road franchise created and produced by alpha precision media today you're going to be able to learn about these fabulous women who are breaking stereotypes, who are making paradigm shifts, and more importantly, who's helping diversity in the gaming industry. So we have four fierce female Black influencers taking the gaming industry by storm, by creating relevant stories, that's promoting sisterhood, the gaming culture, Black excellence, and like I said, driving inclusivity in the gaming industry. So I'm excited. I know my producer here, Double A. You excited, Double A? I'm very excited. Be very excited, right? So let's jump into it and let's meet the class. So first, we have Glozell Green, who's also known by the YouTube OG. Some background on Glozell. Glozell pursued her career in acting and comedy by moving to Los Angeles. After attending 600 consecutive tapings of The Tonight Show, with Jay Leno, which is insane, okay? And also blog interviewing with audience members at the show. She started her YouTube channel called Vine Stardom as well as her acting career. She is well known for the work on the movie Trolls and has been the favorite wacky social media auntie for almost a decade. Welcome Glozell.
3: Hello, this Glozell, is you okay? Is you good? I wanted to know, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you, A and B and G <laughs> <and> G.
0: <G-G-A. laughs> We're happy you're here as well, Glozell. <laughs> Natasha Walsh, aka Barefoot Tasha, who's also known as the laugh heard around the world. Tasha is born to Jamaican <laughs> <laughs> immigrants and raised in Miami. She has been gaming with her family since grade school. Beyond gaming, Tasha has always had a passion for cooking. Although her culinary journey was cut short, she holds cooking still near to her dear heart. Prior to the pandemic, she was a waitress at a high-end restaurant, and gaming is now her bread and butter. Natasha, welcome to A Black Executive Perspective.
4: What's up, everybody? I hope everybody's shoes is off because we all at home in our own comfort. So you know your shoes should be off, the toes should be out. <laughs> Thank you for Thanks
0: for me. joining. And guess what? My shoes are off. All right, so I'm good. So Alicia <laughs> Jackson, aka Leash Caprice, who's also known as the ringleader. So we again I want to find all these what all these things mean, right? Alicia began gaming since the age of five. Her first introduction to games was Street Fighter 2 with her brother before streaming she was a bartender for 10 years and uh, during the when the pandemic hit she was laid off and then she had to get creative so we definitely want to learn more about what happened there she found streaming and her success began in 2020 she's a mom of a beautiful 13 year old daughter and lives really close to her parents alicia leash capiche welcome to a black executive perspective podcast
2: hi everybody i hope everybody's doing good um i will be serving drinks after this you know what tell me what your favorite drink is i got you but it's an honor to be here and i'm just ready to have fun
0: awesome awesome welcome and kyla cook aka defined by kai and her moniker the intellect kai was born in brooklyn and has settled in austin texas Her love of gaming started when she used to watch her older cousin play video games all the time. When she's not gaming, she works for a company called Rooster Teeth as an on-camera talent for the Achievement Hunter division. She has strong ties to HBCUs as both her sister and brother currently attend. She currently holds a bachelor in TV, video and film from Hofstra University, a master in media design from Full Sail, and is part of the Greek life as Sigma Gamma, and is this Sigma Gamma Roy or Sigma Gamma Rhino? I want to make sure I say it right.
5: <laughs> Sorry, I, I took that a little personal. I shouldn't have. Sigma Gamma Roy, okay, sorority incorporated. I'm, yeah. There
0: we go. All right. <laughs> Hi, welcome to a Black Executive Perspective podcast. Thank
5: you. Thank you. Hi, everyone. It's so awesome to be here with my sisters and crime and just talking about nerdy things. I love it here.
0: <laughs> well look, we're glad all of you guys are here. You guys have made did some major accomplishments what we're going to dive into. But before we get into the heavy stuff and hear your stories and what's been going on and the success you've had, I like I said when I started this in terms of your bios, I want to learn a little bit more about the AKA part, right? So Glozel, they call you the YouTube OG. Why is that? <laughs>
3: They call me the OG because I am an OG when it comes to the internet. I was one of the first people to ever be on YouTube, so that is why. When the Beginning, when people didn't even know what the internet was, YouTube, blogs, blogging, that's where I was.
0: Wow, I see. I didn't even—so, can I throw a year in here? Can I ask a year, a day? When, when was this?
3: This was the early 2000s. Uh, Yeah, so I have plenty of videos that's not even on YouTube because YouTube hadn't started yet. So, yeah, (laughs) we're talking 2000, 2000, you know. Wow. So So
0: that makes total sense. That makes total sense. All right. Tasha, why are you known as the laugh around the world?
4: I have an uncontrollable giggle that 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 no matter what (laughs) I do, you're going to hear it. Uh, I think at this point is what I'm most known for whenever I game with friends or anything of the sort. I definitely always get that comment where people say, I love Tasha's laugh, the giggle, the the, the, this, the that. Always about my laugh. So it was something.
5: Can we we get the giggle? (laughs)
4: I didn't even do that on
0: purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Ruddy. I love it. She can laugh on call. That's
2: awesome. That is but awesome. Okay. Well, yeah. That's go
0: that's, ahead. that's, that's probably else?
4: why. Just I just I'm always laughing. I'm always trying to make others laugh as well. So I'll take the title.
0: Okay. I, you know what? That's a great title to have, right? People like people who can laugh and be funny and happy. So love it. Keep it up. Keep doing it. All right, Kai. Why the intellect?
5: Uh, I think I'm called the intellect just because I mean, you you just listed off. I got two degrees. <laughs> I, I'm always going to talk about the fact that I have two degrees when I say something stupid because I'm wrong. Eighty. Well, I, I'm wrong fifteen percent right of the time. I'm correct eighty five percent of the time. I just. I try to explain a lot of things that don't need explanations, but it's the only way to make me feel better about some stuff. So we're going to we're going to explain things with intelligence and lack of honestly both.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love it. Let me I learned this a long time ago. Common sense is not common. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I hope the intellect agrees with that. Okay. Especially when she's right eighty five percent and only wrong fifteen. <laughs> All right. Yeah. She's I keeping mean, it's track really hard of that percentage. I don't know how many people do from. that. Yeah. But you know what? That's that you're you definitely fit the name. So welcome. That is awesome. And least, not at least. So I, I just made that up. I hope that's okay. All right. Why the ringleader?
2: I honestly don't know. I, I I looked at the sheet and I was like, why are y'all calling me the ringleader? But I guess it's because but no, I guess it's because that I'm able to rally everybody together. I'm able, I'm the one that everybody could come to and like talk to and you know, I'm real like out of all of them, I'm probably the calmest one and that says a lot because I'm not that calm IRL. Uh, there. So you you see what we you see what we working with, right? That's pretty accurate. Um, <laughs> that was a lot. That's pretty accurate. Cause I, uh, yeah, I am the calmest one out of the three out of all four of us. Oh yeah, it's me. But I don't really like people know me for my chaos. But my chaos, my <laughs> chaos is the calmest one out of everybody. So I kind of I'm I'm the I'm grounded. I bring yeah. everybody together. I'm like the safe, the,
0: the cornerstone, safe basically, yeah, right? The foundation, I'm the right? You're the glue, the glue, glue that makes it <laughs> Well, listen, thank you guys for sharing I can see you guys have been just a a ball of fun You've been working together for years You know, as we get ready to jump into And just how did this start You know, you guys come from all over the country You came together, you put together a great program But let's let's just share with the audience In terms of success that you guys have had You know, once you launch 5GRV, Gamers on the Road the season 1 you guys were first in branded live stream reality content on Twitch Twitch right you won what five awards best content marketing platform best video series best video live streaming best new platform best multicultural community engagement i mean the list goes on and on and then after Season one, the 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 celebrity and the achievements didn't stop. You know, you guys went on Glozell. You, you were in Trolls. Celebrity ambassador for the L.A. Zoo. A 10-year anniversary sentiment. Tasha, you know, HyperX spokesperson. Feature panelist at DreamCon. You know, Leash, master of ceremonies at Game in 2023. Winner for BIPOC streamer. Kai, guest creator speaker at DreamHack. Speaker on Twitch. And these are just a few of the accolades and the accomplishments and the things that's going on in your lives. I mean, so I can imagine, and listen, we're in 2023. And when I was going through your bios, and you know, um when you were talking about you were a, a bartender, okay, and the the um the pandemic hit and then you had to get creative. Okay. At the end of the day, when you when that happened, okay, we're you know, just, I just want to think about that for a second. Cause three years later, and I don't know if you knew this crew. I don't know if you were friends with them. I don't know, you know, what happened, you know, leash. But at the end of the day, to say, I got to get creative. And then next thing you know, three years later, you're on a show. All right. Traveling around with people who might have been your peeps before, might not have been. I don't know. I want to hear it. And now you're being celebrated throughout the country. So tell us a little bit, you know, how that how that started. And then I would like to hear from the rest of you guys. Just piece it together for us, how you guys came together, right? Because this didn't happen overnight. I'm pretty sure none of you guys saw this. So we want to dive into that in terms of how it happened. Leash, kick us off.
2: Uh so basically I was already streaming on Twitch for about like just casually while I was still working in the bars, like the service industry or whatever. And so once I got laid off because of the pandemic, I used to work at Hartsville Jackson International Airport. And so just going into the airport, the busiest airport in the world, and just seeing it just empty was like crazy. And I just knew, I'm like, oh, here we go. Um, But it's cool because I worked for a job that had a union. And so they made sure that we were okay. And so I was... I, I was able to start my career based on the fact that I had like a little bit of cushion. And so I was like, you know what, let me, let me try it. Cause if I don't try it and I go back to work, I'm a feel bad, you know? Mm-hmm. So started streaming more, being more consistent. And then I started posting my uh, content on TikTok. So I started posting more uh, short form content. And from there, it kind of just blew up like TikTok back then. The algorithm was crazy. Like you could post uh, a, a, a video and, Next thing you know, you got a thousand followers. And then, you know, it just kept going and going and going. And when I saw that, that I was making around the same amount of money that I was making at the bar, I was like, oh, okay, this we, we, might, this have right? Right. we have, might have to go full time, right? We might have to go full time. And then after that, like, you know, I made connections with people, me and Tasha actually known each other um, for like a, a year before we did this, right? We were playing games for mm-hmm. a minute, right? Um, but my first time ever meeting her in person was on 5 Because you don't like to leave Atlanta. Um, <laughs> I don't like to leave Atlanta for what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now I have no choice. I don't been everywhere this year, it seems like. It's just crazy how life works because this is something that I always pray for. You know, the service industry can get a little bit soul-sucking. You know, mm-hmm. you go to work, it's the same thing over and over again. At least with this... I have variety. I don't get bored as easily. It's fulfilling. And, you know, I get to spend time with other Black women in this space. Mm -hmm. uh, Something that I wanted when I was a child. And that's one of the main reasons why I do this, because I want to be what I needed as a child. Mm. Um, So just being around other Black women in this space and uh, sharing the same interests and being able to talk about, like, anime and gaming and you know, nerd stuff, and not feel no type of way. It was just great, and I got to meet Glozell. Me and Glozell friends. I got Glozell phone number. You know, <laughs> 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 like who would have ever thought? But that's basically how I got my my start. I just it, and I will say, being a part of the bartending service industry kind of prepared me mm-hmm. for this. That's why I never really be like, oh, bartending sucks, because. It helped me, like, be able to Get the talk about skills. things on hours at, on end. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it helped build up my social skills. It helped my people, like, just being in front of people, not uh, being as nervous about talking in front of people. Because mm-hmm. even though it's like we're online, it's still that, like, you know, you're still talking to people. Yeah. So, you That's- know, I just take all of the lessons that I've I've learned in my time as an adult, just apply it on here. And then now look at me. I'm Not on 5 look at GRB, baby. Exactly, five GRV.
0: So, so Glozell, pick up from there, right? Because obviously, you know, you are in LA. Jay Leno, six hundred times, which I, I, I mean that I don't even know wait how many it's years that band. is. Um, and then now. You're adding. Oh, geez, look at looking.
2: <laughs> I really want to know. Did you get banned? <laughs> yes.
0: And now you're with this. And now you're with this gaming crew. Tell us how you got involved in all this.
3: My background is musical theater, uh, and I'm so mad right now. At least, I'm sorry. Uh, one thing uh, to fast forward to watching all the shows. You get to watch the best of the best you know, perform from uh, from Prince to Beyonce, everybody, perform, and you also see how they interview. And you'll be surprised at how great some performers are who are terrible at interviews and some who are great at interviews And like, oh my goodness, that performance really wasn't good live. You know, so all of, of that helps you know, understand how people really work and how they function and these great stars, they're great at different things. And it right. was another type of school. So to speak, for years. So I wanted to be there. So you saw all kinds of acts for years. I'm like Jay Leno never missed a day. I'm like I'm not gonna miss a day, and and that's that's what happened. And I was trying to find out well what is it that I want to do because uh, my background is musical theater. However, I, comics were the ones getting television shows. So I was like, mm-hmm. let me do stand up because like here comes Ellen and um, Roseanne. Seinfeld, Ray Romano, everybody, uh, Bernie Mac, everybody was getting shows that were stand-up, not coming from a theater background or Mm -hmm. how sitcoms were formed before. So with that, plus watching all the the Tonight Shows, I feel like, okay, when gaming came around, when the 5GRV came around, I was like, I I can bring personality. I I don't know how to play, but... (laughs) These uh, wonderful young ladies have really helped me. You're get get there. you getting into the gaming. <laughs> just threw me into gaming. And uh, I thought I was just going to be the Flavor flavor, You know, like, yeah, <laughs> you got five points. You got three <laughs> points. Yeah. You know, but uh, it's really been fun. I have a, six-year- a six-year-old, a seven-year-old daughter, and uh, she wants to get in gaming. So it's really great for her to see 5GRV. You know, she doesn't get to go, oh, I wonder if there's any, you know, one that looks like me that does this. No, she grows up thinking, like, this is what we do.
0: Right, right. That is awesome. So, I'm hearing a theme here. Tasha, let me ask you this. You love for cooking. Mm-hmm. Okay, culinary. Tell us, how did you, and I know you started, you know, playing game, gaming since you were in grade school, but how did you make this transition?
4: Um, I don't know. I'm going to tell you a secret. Well I've My first choice in career was actually not culinary. I actually wanted to be a vet, like a veterinary technician. And I did veterinary assisting in high school for three years. And um, we ran a kennel full of dogs. There was like 150 dogs, some miniature horses, turkeys, chickens, like all types of animals that we would take care of and learn about veterinary assisting. And one day we had to give out shots to the dogs like we had to give every dog a specific shot don't remember what the shot was called and I sat there with the scruff of the dog up and the needle in my hand and I was sitting there like this like <laughs> you couldn't I, do and it. I could not I could not do it and, and that's how I knew that I wasn't cut out for this and then I would always love cooking and learning like from cooking shows. And I used to always want to have my own cooking show, like Gordon Ramsay, not where I call people idiot sandwiches, but, you know, just (laughs) maybe a little bit of that. But I always wanted to have this cooking show and I went to culinary school and I realized how not fun cooking in a kitchen is. It's not fun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's it's Mm -hmm. actually quite terrible.
3: (laughs) I love that you went from, you know, helping the animals to cooking the animals.
0: Yeah, not only cooking them. She didn't have I a problem. That. She was worried about giving them a shot. But you didn't have a problem putting the knife into them and cutting them up. I mean, she's not <laughs> cooking <laughs> regular, <dog>.
5: regular <laughs> <laughs> No, it's a, different, it's a different kind of species. Tasha, I got you back, girl. No, Don't yeah. worry about yeah. it. What's crazy is Tasha, as I when I back. started culinary
4: school, I became a vegetarian. I did I became a vegetarian when I started Culinary school because I watched this uh, Documentary I, I don't remember The name of it but it was about how And the animals that We eat are treated Before they get to you know Us and, and what They right. inject in them and all that stuff and I became A vegetarian for a year but one day I got drunk And had a burger but that's a different story Um I was <laughs> like we
3: we
4: a lot of me. What are you talking about? But um, I had always been a gamer my whole life. I've I've always played video games since I was a wee lad, and um, I found people on the internet that had made gaming into their career. They're making money off of this, and I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. I absolutely couldn't believe it. And if you were to tell me like 10 years ago that I was going to be making money playing video games online, online, I wouldn't have never believed you.
0: However, Kai, let me ask you this, you know, you, and just full transparency, you work at Rooster Teeth. I used to work at Warner Media. So that was my sister company. Um, So I know them very well. So tell us a little bit in terms of, you know, yes, you, you, you got your bachelor's degree in filming, but tell us how did you get started, you know, in the gaming industry?
5: Yeah. So, like I said, I got my degree in TV and film, which is very much so not gaming. uh, But it was really hard to get a creative job. Uh, I was working in operations. I was working in backgrounds. And people don't realize that just because you work in the entertainment industry doesn't mean you're doing entertainment creatively all the time. So Mm -hmm. I had my foot in the door, but I couldn't get to the room I wanted to be in. And it was just really upsetting to have gone full force into this entertainment industry, not seeing the output that I wanted for the input I was putting in. And then similar to least the pandemic happened and we were working from home. I had moved back in with my parents cause I was working in New York at TV one. And it was me, it was honestly, I'm a huge believer in everything happens for a reason. And the world sends you signs in terms of what path to follow. And there were just a lot of signs that were leading me to start streaming on Twitch. You know, people weren't hiring at the time. I had always watched people play video games, but I had never played it myself. Again, just from that background of, you know, I'm a femme in a male dominated world. So I would watch my masculine presenting cousins play video games, but me as a femme wouldn't play them myself. So just a lot of different pieces fell together for me to say, well, why can't I stream on Twitch? I know how to work a camera because I know how to, I can learn streaming and it push come to shove. My goal is not to be on camera. My goal is fully to be behind the camera, but I can learn streaming as a transferable skill for when I do go back into the TV and media entertainment industry. And then literally, I'll never forget, after my first stream, I played Mario Kart, which is a very easy Nintendo game. And my mom said, you have the charisma to do this. And I never forgot that. And I I always told her, I said, if this doesn't work out, I can return everything, Amazon 30-day returns. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I just want to try it out. And I did. And literally not even a year later, I was just, you know, active online and people started to notice me and notice my personality. And I got picked up by Rooster Thief to be an on-camera talent. And i started working there. And now two years later, I'm now a full-time producer producing these huge productions for a digital entertainment company. Again, not on linear television, but honestly... Television has changed so much over the years. It's not linear anymore. It's all online. It's all digital. It's all streaming. So again, something I didn't know would exist now as it is set me up to do exactly what I'm doing right now.
0: Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And, and, you know, one of the things, you're 100% right. There's no coincidences. I don't believe in luck, right? I believe things happen for a reason. I believe you... Just hearing your stories here, and basically you were in something else, but you were preparing yourself without even knowing it for something bigger, right? For an opportunity, you know, Leish, you were talking about, hey, being in the bartender helped me prepare myself in terms of dealing with people. You know, Glozell, you talked about, hey, I watched all these different people come up and do these different type of acts. And all of a sudden it prepared me for something coming up that I didn't even think that I don't even have experience in. But because I learned so much from watching all this, I can just come and be myself and be a personality and, and contribute. So all of you guys brought something different to the table. You were going through something and then it finally just kind of came together. So my question is, how did this, how did 5GRV, the concept, how did it start? How did you guys get with Alpha, you know, uh, precision media? Somebody tell me how did it, how did that all come together?
3: I wish Tammy was on <laughs> here because she would be the number one person. Right. <laughs> so what you who was get, the first I mean, one that was Cast so to speak. Because I, I, I did go through
4: I think I was the first one casted onto 5GRV. I was reached out to by a, like a talent agency um mm-hmm. and did like a series of interviews with them with a bunch of different girls. We did compatibility um tests and All things right. like that. It was it was really fun. Um went through a lot of different uh girls that they were deciding on for the for the tour. And eventually, it it all ended up being us right here. I think me and GloZell mm, were the first yeah. ones on there.
3: Right. Yeah. Because I think I was there on your all Yeah, because I, I remember show. seeing was you. Because I, was
4: like, I yes. was like, oh, my God, that's the lady that did the cinnamon challenge. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: So let me ask you this, though, in terms of the uh, in terms of the um, audition, I mean, you know, and and for the audience and we'll you you, will dive into it. You ladies are on an RV. You're traveling and going your season one. You're on an RV. You're traveling, going to seven HBCUs. Right. Being yourselves, doing gaming. So. You know, and when when you first got the first the the idea of what the show was going to be, what was your thoughts? You know, getting on, I know you guys, some of you known each other a little bit before, but getting on, you know, coming together, getting on an RV, traveling around with people don't you know, what was the thoughts behind that?
3: For me, can, can, it was I thought, ahead, oh my out. goodness, this is gonna be fun. However, the reality of like we're gonna be in a close space with people that I don't know in the field that I'm new to and you know I'm they're like 20 years younger than me so I was kinda like huh how Lord
5: how is this gonna work but um, right. so it, it clickety click clickety click really quick.
0: Kai what did you think? What what was your thoughts?
5: I'm sorry, can you repeat the question again? I, I got sudden. So
0: <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Wait, I, so I, I like, all of a sudden, it, 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 you're part. now going to be on this show. You're going to be with strangers on an RV going to HBCU. So when you found out that was the concept, what was your thoughts? Was there fear? Was there like Lozell said, "Hey, I'm, you know, I'm be with people I don't know. It's going to be a closed space." Did you have any, you know, trepidation? Anything that you were worried about? Or you were just, I'm down for whatever.
5: I think that's the beauty of this industry, though. The gaming industry is that. I wasn't going on tour with strangers. I knew who Tasha was. Funny, Leash hates when I say this, so I'm going to say it again. Leash was the first Black woman, really the first person Uh, on Twitch I watched, period. When I was trying to figure out what, (laughs) see, (laughs) when I was trying to figure out what streaming looked like, I was watching Leash because she was playing one of my favorite games, Phoenix Right Ace Ace Attorney. So I was just chilling her chat. And honestly, when I started streaming, I used her panels, her setup, and copied a little bit of it to try to figure out what my voice was so leash was that template leash was for me so it really wasn't (laughs) girl you don't take this compliment i swear to god so it really wasn't a situation where oh it's strangers because it wasn't strange like i I grew Mm -hmm. up watch i grew up watching glozell and at the same time there's comfort in knowing you're amongst other black women and let alone other nerdy black women like there was no fear there. And in fact, the fact that I knew we were Black women in a space and we were utilizing our voices to uplift such important pieces of Black excellence and Black culture. Again, I didn't go to HBCUs, but my brother and sister did. I am part of the Divine Nine, Sigma gamma Sorority Incorporated, which is one of the Black sororities, historically Black sororities. So anytime I can, and the thing about this is that these are historical pieces of culture. And it's not that they're not big, it's that they're not well-known. They're not front and center. So anytime I can utilize my voice, and um, which is uh, on, a, on a decent enough platform to uplift these pieces of our culture, I'm going to do that. So I don't think there was any trepidations. I just, I knew what my goal was. I knew who the people I, were go- I was going in it with were. And at the end of the day, even if we didn't clicky, click, click, we all had our goal and our goal was all the same. So it's easy to work with that. And then but we did clickety click click. And now these are my sisters <laughs> for life. So everything was great. Yes. That part. And, and Lee, Leash,
0: Leash, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. So what was based on that? What was your favorite, you know, part, a favorite moment of of season one of 5GRV?
2: Oh, I had so many. I think one of my favorites was when we went to Ben's Chili Bowl, most definitely. Uh, speaking to mom. Uh, she was just knowing that she is a part of history. Like how you go from serving Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. to Barack Obama, and one in your in your lifespan, and many, many, many other you know black prominent people in America. Like I, I cried. I think I cried during that episode because it was just it felt it felt you could it was almost like you could feel still feel the spirit of certain people in there. Mm. Um. What else? Uh, also, when we recorded, we We're recorded. Drip. <laughs> oh, please! Shell, yeah! No. We recorded. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Can you guys sing it right here? Can you guys no. go ahead and? What? Don't do it.
2: it. <laughs> no, because <laughs> <laughs> no, this song it will get stuck in my head, and I got to stream later on tonight and I do not want to sing it. You know. she to be saying, Shell, <laughs> yeah!" All I got to work. Yeah, uh, right. Uh, um, but yeah, it's just it's so many moments that just brought us closer. You know, and just figuring out like how everybody operates. I think I've I've touched on this before. Like, I even though like we knew each other online, being in person's different, right? Mm-hmm. So I didn't realize how cuddly Tasha likes to. She's really touchy feely. I'm not that touchy feely, but I made exceptions for Tasha really? because it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, me and Tasha cool, you know, whatever. At least I know her. Uh, I thought Kai was gonna be shy. Kai is not shy. Kai is very assertive, and she is very like you know, like this is what it mm-hmm. is, okay. And I thought Glozell was, <laughs> <laughs> and that's I ancient. thought Glozell was gonna be crazy. And Glozell was quiet at first. Then not when first. she opened, then we got acquainted.
5: Then, it was like, yeah.
2: <laughs> then she got crazy, <laughs> but at first she was really quiet. So it's that's the part that I I I liked about our journey. It's just. You know, discovering how everybody is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and just I don't know. It's just it's a different type of, of vibe. IRL, like I love the online space, but right. I'm an in person mm-hmm. person. So,
0: uh, and that's yeah. awesome. You know, look at the end of the day, you guys were able to come together. I want to ask you this, and I'll 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 I'll, I'll, I'll position this question to Tasha. Did you have an idea of the significance? in terms of having four strong black women in the gaming industry that's not a lot of representation and being able uh, to be, you know, a pioneer that actually, then it actually kind of took off. Did you recognize the significance, what you guys were doing? I,
4: from the beginning, uh, when they first told me about this tour, I recognized the significance of this because, yeah, we are underrepresented Um, we are under viewed on the platform. There's not a lot of black women that you see as a top 50, even the top 100 creators on the platform. So as soon as I heard about this, oh, I thought that this was amazing. This is, this is what we need. Something that shows our personality and brings us together and can bring people to have fun with us, you know? I, I immediately yeah. saw the significance. I want everybody else to see it.
0: Kai, what what impact? What did you see from the people that you were, you know, engaging with? The women, the black women. What in what did you see for them? What was their reaction in terms of seeing you guys together?
5: Um, and I'm gonna speak on it personally because my sister uh, went to one of the schools we visited, so we got to hang out with her and her friends, and. Even just the simple definition of what gaming is changed in their minds. Because a lot of people think that gaming is, oh, you have to be playing one of these big four games, the triple A games. And in reality, gaming is anything possible. It could be playing a mobile game on your phone. It can be playing an indie game on your computer, on a console. The word term gaming, board gaming, puzzle gaming, it's just so mass and it's not exclusive at all so even just seeing the sprinkle in their eyes of them saying for the first time i'm a gamer meant Mm -hmm. the ooh. even right now i'm getting chills thinking about it like just seeing people that didn't realize they were gamers say i'm a gamer and realize that there are more people that look like us that are willing to take up this space because there's so much of it that that was just that impact to me just hit me right here in my heart.
0: Wow. And that, and so being able to see and experience that and give people, what do you think you, Gozel, let me, let me push position this to you. What do you think after you engage with everyone, what do you think you left those individuals?
3: We left those individuals with uh, high hopes and inspiration. Like I, I can do it also. Yeah. Like I can help this, this, trail that's been blazed by the by us and continue because i think in the future i'm like are we gonna be on the rv you know 10 20 years from now i hope so but with others now we, we better you know, be the several the, several, <laughs> brands, <laughs> the <laughs> several rvs so yes everybody wants to like hey that's cool let's join so now we're gonna grow and i i hope that and i know that all four of us we appreciate this time because it's going to change, you know? It's going to be a time like, oh, you know, I can't make this one. I can I'll go that one. Oh, we, got, we added four more people. That, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to morph and change and grow because I, starting on YouTube, you know, it started one way. It's completely different now. So, I, I mean, I'm enjoying this, and I know that it's going to change, and it's going to be great. But we were in the beginning, and it's nice that we're inspiring other people that's going to do what we're doing.
0: And that's what this is all about, right? The inspiration that you guys are providing you know, and let's be clear here. I'm inspired. Okay. Just to be clear, I'm inspired because I always love the story. And this is what people need to hear and listen, because a lot of times people think they're stuck in no matter what endeavor they are, relationship, whatever the case may be. And you guys are a prime example of that. You're never stuck. If you have the right attitude, you're open to opportunity and you're open to change, right? Because at the end of the day, what? I'm so inspired about this story is that you guys have talents in you that you were born with that nine times out of 10, you wouldn't have known about until you were able to expand outside of what people said you should do, or you're a girl, you should only do this and you know this and that, or I live in this neighborhood and I'm supposed to do this. And you are able to step out of that bucket and then engage in a talent that you didn't even know you had, which is going to take you to wherever you want to go, right? And you know, I go back to you, Kai, where you say, hey, I want to be behind the screen. These are the opportunities that open that door. So this is very inspirational. Now, let me ask you this, Tasha, I'll, I'll put this to you. Yes, we're all singing Kubaya. Everybody loved it. You inspired a lot of people. Did you receive any pushback? was how did the male figures in terms of that was that you, that saw your show and you guys engaged, what was their thoughts, initial thoughts? Tell, tell us a little bit about that.
3: Well, the male figures liked our figures, so... <laughs> <laughs> Close oh my God!
2: Close
5: Y'all can cut that's that off. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I want nobody me. <laughs> <nowhere. laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So,
0: what's your thoughts? Did you guys get pushed back at all? Was it was did everybody have their arms open up wide, or was people a little standoffish in the beginning?
4: I don't think, um, from what I saw, that people were standoffish. I feel like for the most part, the people in our space were very open and accepting of what we were doing, and also trying to help um, push forward uh, the viewership and everything in in what we were doing. I don't I don't think we got a lot of pushback, and we, probably because we don't we don't associate with losers like that. <laughs> that part I love it. If, I, if they were hating, Amen. I
5: didn't see it because mm-hmm. they don't exist to me. <laughs> That part. <laughs> I would say I think the only big challenge on the tour uh was just again trying to communicate the difference between what is normal, which is linear television, and what is streaming on Twitch. Because a lot of times, uh, you know, you have this idea for uh a script or you have this idea for a story. And, you know, there there are so many amazing producers and teams working with us. And I think that's what Tasha was saying by there was no pushback is that once we came on board, we said we were told the ideas and they were really flexible with working with us and figuring out mm-hmm. what worked for our personalities, what worked for the platform. And it's almost like we were consulted as well. And our intelligence was used about the medium that we know. So that way we could make the best content possible on the best plat- on, on the current platform we were using. So it w- I didn't even want to say it was pushback because that's not at all what it was. But it's always a challenge when there's something new to be discovered and you have to try to explain it to people that maybe don't fully understand. But at the same time, that's not an issue because everyone wants to learn. And that's all we really want. That's all you really can ask for. Mm -hmm.
0: Leash, piggybacking on that. So how do you guys take it to the next level? Okay. You came in, you're starting to, you know, cracking the the glass ceiling. You're making a difference. People are excited. You know, uh, back to Latasha's point, you know, now they're like, wow, I know I didn't know anything about gaming, but now I can do this. You're opening people's eyes. How do you guys take it to the next level?
2: We skydive. Oh man. We skydive. She's gonna lie again. She's gonna be doing that by her lie <laughs> again. <laughs> I think we take it to the next level as a collective by just continuing to use our voices to uplift each other, uplift the project. Uh, I feel like, I think, who was it who mentioned an Emmy? Was it Tammy? It was like, we want an Emmy. I was like, girl, if you could give me an Emmy, yes. I'll be my mom's favorite child. <laughs> 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 Listen, <laughs> I'll be the favorite child forever. Yes. I was the wild one. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> but um, but yeah, that's uh, that's one way. We could just, you know, keep uh, pushing the narrative. Like, you need to be on board 5GRV, like, don't wait until we made it to want to hop on board. Cause we're going to remember <laughs> unless you throw some money our way. And then it's like, okay, we can make exceptions. Okay. Right. Uh, but individually, I just feel like we just keep doing what we are doing. Like we're rock stars in this space. Like I didn't realize like how, like, I don't want to say popping, but how popping I was. <laughs> I don't want to say it, but I said it. Uh, say uh, it. When I go to these conventions, when I go to these conventions and like people know who I am and they're like, can I take a picture? I'm like, With me? You you talking me? (laughs) Who's that? You you sure? I don't know. Like being like hearing, like, oh, you make my day better, being the best part of somebody's day, a stranger, uh, being an inspiration to somebody is it's it's weird sometimes, but it's also like feeling. Like my heart is so full. And I feel like all of us kind of feel the same way. So that's how we take it to the next level. Continue doing what we do and being rock stars. And you know uplifting 5GRV speaking about it whenever we can posting about it whenever we can you know we're going to be at the eSports awards so that's going to be fun um we're going to be dressed to impress you know I love and, it you, know, you, you just went there.
0: you just went to where I want to go right so you guys are going to be at the eSports awards in Vegas right so tell us a little bit and you know what I'll start with Lozelle. tell us a little bit what you're looking for forward to while you're in Vegas
3: a husband <laughs> Because you can take one of those nerds that make all that money playing games, and you can dress them any kind of way. So that part is okay. So that's was I not supposed? I was supposed to say that?
0: No, 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 no. Listen, at the end of the day, you this is what you want, and <laughs> that's, that's, that's totally
3: fine. That's, that's, you want a husband? That's I'm just saying.
2: I thought you wanted a cowboy. Now but you I was want like, can he?
3: You know, have a cowboy hat on. You know, just have some. You oh, know, say yippee, yippee, yeah, yeah. But what I'm looking forward to is now. You know, now we're all gonna be on the red carpet together. I don't think we've done that, right? Not nope. together. So, um, and that's Not gonna the be flex. amazing. Right together, we have right. never been on no red carpet. You've <laughs> been on <the> a <laughs> red, <did>. red carpet. <laughs> they so, coming back well, with a, a there, hat. So They're so gonna get cowboy right there. Yes, I'm happy. Uh oh, my Beyonce cowboy yeah. hat with the see,
0: you see, double A, see double A. He 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 works on demand. <laughs> yeah. All right, so he put the cowboy hat on as soon as he heard it, so, and he's <laughs> uh, and he's he lining up to be the husband too. He'll tell. We'll chat with you after, all right? Bad part. <laughs> Bad part. Uh,
3: so we're gonna have an amazing time. We're fun people. I'm looking forward to the red carpet in this environment. I've done red carpets, so, so I mean, um, you know, the trolls premier premiere is coming out. So I just want to know about gaming. Uh, red carpet is gonna be fun, and I won't be by myself because I'm like I'm gonna be with my my family here who, who understands gaming and fun. While I'm looking also side eye for a husband, you know.
0: Kind of hat. Well, think about this for a second. You know the esports award in Vegas. You know is like the Super Bowl, Definitely. okay. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, three years ago, you guys were in other spaces doing other stuff, right? Three years later, you're going to the Super Bowl of your craft. Tasha, how does that make you feel?
4: I'm gonna lie. It's it's kind of scary. <laughs> It's kind of scary. It's a little terrifying, you know. I'm a little nervous or whatever.
0: <laughs> why are you nervous? Now, why why is it a little scary?
4: It's uh, New things for me are always a little nerve-wracking. When I, when I don't know what to expect, I do get a little nervous. But I am less nervous because I have all of them with me. And that brings me immense amounts of comfort. But I am excited to be on the red carpet. I've never, ever done that. If you would have, I I'd never even thought of doing that before, like being on the red carpet, like as if I'm
2: somebody important. (laughs) You are, yes.
0: You are important, right? Leash, how does that make you feel?
2: Honestly, I'm just ready to dress up. I like the dress. She do. <laughs> <laughs> I like the dress. I've already got, like, I got to send the email to the to the people who we, they're supposed to be dressing us. So I already got the email that I'm about to send. I got my vision board. Uh, <laughs> you made a vision board? I'm about to send board? that out tomorrow. No, that's, I awesome. I like that. Pinterest? that's awesome. I'm very particular. That's awesome. Listen. Um. But, yeah, I'm I'm just excited. I'm, I'm just excited to go on this trip. Period. Like just to be around I love being around them. Yes. Now they're at the end of the trip I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be like, all right, it's time to go home. Cause let me tell you something. Can I tell you something about yeah, Tasha? Yeah, you can tell me. Tasha, she likes to go out and be out till four o'clock in the morning. And see, that's not my jam anymore. I'm in my thirties. got so in my thirties too. Now. You a young thirty. You just turned thirty. Young, okay, 30. I'm, in mid, I'm a mid thirty. Okay, I go to bed now. Oh, <laughs> but man. she liked to be out at four o'clock in the morning, and then we be having call time at nine. And I'm just yeah. like, no, I can't. We I can't can sleep. Go sleep <laughs> on your <dad laughs> leash. Listen,
0: <laughs> so let me let me let me let me pose this to Kai too. I want to hear your thoughts. How, how do you feel about? going to the Super Bowl of your your industry, Kai?
5: I, to be fully vulnerable, and I know I'm going to get a lot of flack from the people down below, but I don't think I care. I don't think I belong there. It's really, see, see, all the, all right the faces. It's really weird. Oh, okay. Um, It'd be a lie to say imposter syndrome doesn't exist. It would be a lie to mm-hmm. say that I feel like there's not other people that I'm mutuals with that I feel like deserve this more. But at the mm-hmm. same time, Uh, I'm going to write down everything I've ever done, even not even just let alone this year. And I'm going to just enjoy being with my sisters. Like I, I love getting dressed up. I enjoy meeting new people. I love award shows. And it's so funny. Uh, I remember when I was in school my mom promised me that the first time I walked the red carpet, she would be my date. So I can't keep that promise, (laughs) but, (laughs) but, uh, I'll FaceTime her in there for sure. So at least I could keep a little bit of it.
0: Well, listen. So number one, all of you guys, thanks for sharing. But Kai, I just want to back up a little bit. I appreciate you being vulnerable here, okay? Because and it was one of the reasons why I asked the question. This, you know, uh, you you guys are success, and you guys all said it here on 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 the podcast. You didn't see this, okay? You didn't see it. You you did everything, and then all of a sudden. Boom. And, and you deserve everything because nobody gave it to you. It was hard work. You took a risk. You didn't play it safe. All those things. So sometimes when we do finally get to the pinnacle, we do, you know, basically get to that success. That's, you know, sometimes we do feel that way. Sometimes we feel like, do I really deserve this? Did I, you know, did I really do enough to be here? And let me tell you flat out. Yes. Okay. Yes, there's nothing wrong with feeling that way, but also at the same time, you know, you deserve it and enjoy it because it's the, it's the stepping stone of life. And just being here with you guys, like I said, I'm very inspired because this is what I believe in. You know, you guys see on my screen is, is Tony Tidbit, right? Well, that name is not, it doesn't come up with that name. That name, I send out a motivational, inspirational quote on a daily basis called Tony's Tidbits. So I believe in the things that you guys are doing, and I believe in the things that people can do because you have the ability to change your life if you want to based on your attitude, your work ethic, and then more importantly, your determination. And you guys have done this today. You have shared this dream, this journey that you guys are on, and every accolade, every success that you guys are getting is great, but here's the kicker. You guys are inspiring black women throughout the country to be able to be open to do something that they never thought they could do. Yes, you're going to the eSports Awards. Yes, you have a bunch of accolades in terms of, you know, best platform, this, this and that. But that situation in terms of inspiring other black women and inspiring other black kids to be able to, to, that's in a space that's underrepresented and you can now, they can now see themselves being you. That is for life. That is for life. That will never go away, okay? And because 10 years from now, 20 years from now, you're going to run into somebody and they're going to remember you guys. And then more importantly, they're going to say, this is what I'm doing because I saw you do it, okay? So that's what this is about. I'm so excited that you guys were able to join a Black Executive Perspective podcast. I got one final question for each of you. Okay, and I'm going to start with Glozell. Glozell, what do you want to leave the audience today about 5GRV? What do you want them to know? What do you want them to leave them?
3: What I want to leave with the audience about 5GRV is that we we can do it. You can do it. Whatever that song, that that novel, that job that you need to start or quit, that relationship that you want to reach out for or end, you you do it. Yeah, you know, time is 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 short and you can get it done. We did it, you did it. This was somebody's dream, you know? And it wasn't awesome. ours because we didn't know. And we're a part of it. So do it. Step out and on faith. And I, I'm proud of you already. Congratulations.
0: Awesome. Leash.
3: Uh I don't what would I like to leave? Uh just basically
2: I guess mine would be more geared to black women, like what you were saying, Tony, like. You can't do this. Like, I remember starting out, I used to be like, well, ain't nobody gonna watch me. I'm a black woman. There's nothing but like white men in this space. But don't let them like shake you. You know, somebody has to step into the room and shake it up and, you know, and let them know that we're here. I'm tired of the stigma that we don't play games, that, you know, that we're not nerds. Like, we're out here and we're a testament to that. So I guess that was, that's what I would leave to like, especially younger black women, like, don't let this shake you. Don't let this industry get to you. Do what you need to do. You know, get what you need to get. And you got it. Like, you're good. And if you don't, like, reach out to us. We got you. Chill.
0: Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Tasha.
4: I would like to leave that. Don't forget to follow uh Go5GRV on Twitch.tv forward slash Go5GRV and tune in on November 28th to December 1st to see us take on Las Vegas. You should won last.
0: Yeah. What? I love it.
5: <laughs> I love it. I love it.
0: Kai, I'm, what do you want to leave with him?
5: What's left? <laughs> um, go black woman. Woo! Yeah. You
0: know, that's not it. yeah. <laughs> and listen, that that is as simple as it gets. Go black women. Well, listen, I'm gonna say that to you. Go five grv. Okay, Kai, Lozelle, Leash, Tasha. It's been a pleasure to meet you guys. I wish you nothing. Continue massive success. I wish that you continue to touch hearts and inspire people. And more importantly, I wish God continues to bless you individually, whatever you're looking for. So thank you for coming to a Black Executive Perspective. Loved your spirit, your energy, your intellect, and so much fun. And guess what? I'm going to look forward to seeing you guys in Vegas in a few weeks. Thank okay. You. I hope you enjoyed this this episode of A Black Executive Perspective Podcast. You were able to see four beautiful Black women who came together, who overcame a lot of different strife and struggles and challenges, and was able to jump into opportunities because they're willing to change, and they had a great attitude, and they came together, and they were able to upend the gaming industry. That is fantastic. And the lessons that we should take out of this is number one, everyone has a talent. It's invariable. I don't care who you are. I don't care where you live at. You have a talent. You may be working somewhere right now and that's not your talent. You have something that you're great at. That is passion. You just haven't tapped into it. So it's important to be open to change. Number two, what you're doing now could be setting you up for something bigger. So perfect it. Be the best at it. I don't care if you're sweeping floors. Be the best person sweeping floors because as Leesh says, she was a bartender and because she was a bartender and she learned how to deal with the public, it helped her for the next episode. And then number three, finally, don't let people put you in a box. Okay? I don't care what you look like, I don't care. What you, what you, what music you like, I don't care. Where you're from, I don't care. If you, where your family background, you can do whatever you want to do. Stretch out and look at other opportunities. Just because I don't see any black people doing that, or I don't see this, it's not for me. That is not true. You have the ability to jump into any industry, any opportunity. You just got to be open to it. So that now leaves us to a what? Tony Tibbits. It's time for Tony's Tidbit and the tidbit for today based on our fabulous guests. Life is like a game. You can play it safe and be good, or you can take a chance and be great. And the ladies from 5GRV, they epitomize that. So again, I hope you enjoyed our episode, black female influencers in the gaming space, doing it with 5GRV. Tune in next week. We're going to have another great episode. Please go to our website, sign up for updates. We're going to be updating. We're going to be launching our our monthly newsletter. Leave us a review. Subscribe if you haven't, wherever you get your podcast. Let us know. How did you like the ladies here? Were you inspired? Did you have questions? Let us know. Give us that feedback and continue to follow us on all your social platforms from LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube at Tony tidbit bep for the fabulous ladies of 5grv for my executive producer double a i'm tony tidbit we talked about it and we're out
1: thank you for tuning in to this episode of tony tidbit a black executive perspective and for joining in today's conversation with every story we share Every conversation we foster and every barrier we address, we can ignite the sparks that bring about lasting change. And this carries us one step closer to transforming the face of corporate America. If today's episode resonated with you, consider subscribing and leaving us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Share this episode with your circle. And with your support, we can reach more people and tell more stories.